grace to you and peace from God our Heavenly Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The text for this morning's message comes from the Gospel for today, the second chapter of the Gospel according to St. Matthew, the second verse, saying, Where is he who has been born King of the Jews? For we have seen a star in the east and have come to worship him. I really want to focus on that word worship. As you listened to the story of the, of the Christmas story and then the Epiphany story, you see people that have, I, I'm going to say faith, but I'm going to prove that it's not necessarily faith, but they have a confidence in something. The word that the the Greek uses for worship, I know, I could, I could say anything I want, and you'll go, uh-huh, because how many of you know Greek? Proskuneo, um, literally to, to lay towards, or to, to bow towards is, is what it means. And it's used variously in the Bible. Now, we would say it's a faith word, right? If I say you're coming to worship, it's a faith word. Thing, right? Would you all agree to that? That faith is about, our worship is about faith. And you'd be right that worship is about faith, but I have to ask you, who's your star? In the story uh, of the wise men coming, they come to King Herod and they say, we have seen his star, they're following Jesus' star. Now, let's go back if you came to our midweek services, you've heard this already. I'm sorry for the repeat, but the wise men, who were they? Well, best knowledge, they were mystics or sages, astronomers, uh, learned men from likely Persia, India, Arabia. Um, they, they go all the way back to the kings of Babylon and Persia and Medea. And many of them dabbled in the pagan arts, such as witchcraft and sorcery. Uh, and, and by the way, that practice goes all the way back to the time of Moses. And so who are the wise men? We like to put the, the best whitewash we can on them and say, oh, they were, they were Christian yet not Christian. You know, they, they knew about the Christ child, and they came, they came because they, they wanted to worship the Christ child. And they, they, see, they already believed. That may be true. And it may be there's another way to look at it. So I'm going to read you the definition from the analytical lexicon. If you aren't sleeping yet, you will be shortly. So for proskuneo, from, from the basic sense to bow down, to kiss someone's feet, garment hem, or the ground in front of them. That's the basic sense. That's what he said. It's bowing towards. It's showing reverence for or accepting that someone is greater than you. All right, that's the basic sense. In the New Testament of worship or veneration of a divine or supposedly divine object, expressly, expressed concretely with falling face down in front of someone to worship, to venerate, to do obeisance to. And it's used this way in the Bible. You, towards God in Matthew 4, towards Jesus in Matthew 2, 
towards the devil and the demons in Matthew 4 and Revelation 9, towards idols in Acts 7, and toward human beings as giving or claiming to have divine power or authority, Revelation 3 and Revelation 13. So you see, proskuneo is a worship word, and it is a faith word, but it, it, where's your faith? So when I ask you, who, what's your star or who's your star, it says something about where you're going and who you'll meet when you get there. The second person I want to bring into the story is King Herod. Herod did a lot of great things for Israel. He built up the temple. He built up the port of Caesarea. He improved the infrastructure in uh, Israel. Of course, it, it benefited him to do so. But in many ways, he was a good king. But the reference we have of King Herod is this. When Herod the king heard this, he was troubled, and all Jerusalem with him. Herod had a star, and it had nothing to do with the star of Bethlehem. Herod had a star, and he had a path that he was on, but it was not leading to the Christ child, even though he says, go and search diligently for the child, and when you have found him, come and tell me so I may go. Oh, by the way, it's the same word, and worship him. So Herod believed in Christ, right? No. Herod believed in Herod. Herod was troubled because now there was a disturbance on the edge of his universe. Someone who might in his day challenge him for God's people. Someone who might gain the support of an eastern nation and go to war against Herod and the Romans. Someone who might knock Herod's star out of the sky. And Herod couldn't have that. Herod followed the star of celebrity and power. And it was all about everybody noticing him and everybody looking to him and everybody following what he said. Wise men followed knowledge. They sought to know who is this king that has a star up here in the sky. Who is this king of the Jews and what has he come to do? On the pagan side, they might very well have been thinking, hmm, if he has stars appearing, maybe he can give us secret power. Maybe he can increase our standing in our sorcery and witchcraft. Or maybe just the knowledge is all we need. See, on the one side, the wise men might very well have been there just for the God of knowledge, the star of knowing. Oh, by the way, in my days, I've talked to many quote-unquote philosophers who were brilliant idiots. 
They, they had not a clue what the world was about. But they sought knowledge. And they could talk for hours on end on infinite topics, seemingly without saying a word. But they sought knowledge and they found it. Oh, and by the way, many of them were jobless through much of their life. But they found what they were looking for, knowledge. But there's another star, and it goes back to Mary and Joseph. Mary and Joseph had a life laid out for them. You could say they had their star. Get married, set up home, live life together, simple though it may be in Nazareth. But the angel Gabriel changed that when the angel Gabriel came to Mary and said, Mary, you're going to have a child. And, he, and by the way, God, Almighty God, is going to give him the throne of Father David. Mary's words, I mean, yeah, she had her question, but once the angel explained to her simple, a simple acknowledgement of the star that rose in her life, may it be unto me, as you have said, I am the handmaiden of the Lord. In other words, Lord, I don't know how this is all going to work out, but you know what? I'm yours. She followed her star. Joseph had his, his uh, rough start in getting out of the gate, wanted to put Mary aside privately. But the angel spoke to him in a dream and said, Don't be afraid to take her as your wife, for what is conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit. And we're told that Joseph went immediately and took Mary as his wife. He didn't question God. He didn't seek knowledge. He didn't think about his own reputation and his own celebrity. He chose the star of faith. You see, in the story, Mary and Joseph give up a lot in order to be the servants of the Lord. Mary and Joseph walk a path that God lays out for them. And it goes through rough times. All right, you ladies in the uh, congregation that have had children, I want you to think about you're your very, very pregnant, like nine months, ready to give birth, and your husband comes to you and says, oh, by the way, we're going on a trip. How many of you are signing up? I don't see any hands. Oh, and by the way, we've got to walk. Well, if there were no hands up before, I don't see any now either and yet Mary and Joseph make that trip from Nazareth 80 miles south to Jerusalem because they're servants of the Lord because they're following the star that God has put in their life how many of you once you had that little baby father or mother be, be you want to have grubby, smelly shepherds come in and ooh and ah over that child that's just been born. 
How many of you want that night broken up with the noise of the people crowding in that little stable? May Mary and Joseph take it in. In fact, Luke tells us that Mary treasured up these things and pondered them in her heart. You see, in the story, we, we see the star, and it leads where God would have it go, to worship, to bow down before God and to say, God, do with me as you will. I am your servant. That's what Mary and Joseph do. Shortly after Jesus is born and the wise men come, they take the young boy to Egypt. Um, they, they'd always wanted to do that as a, a family vacation. And no, 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 no. They're warned in a dream by the angel to take the child because Herod is seeking to kill it. And they willingly do that and live in Egypt for three years. What about your star? Is it all about the knowledge? the power, the celebrity? Is it all about the things you can gather and hold on to? Or is it about knowing God's way and following where he would lead? Is it about listening to his word and willingly bowing down before him saying, you are greater than I, and I go where you send me. I do what you would have me do, so that in all things your will is done, and your name is glorified. We're told that the, she uh, the, well, the shepherds returned worshiping God, and we're told that the, the wise men did too. They thanked God for the star, they worshiped the child, and then they went their way, understanding what they had just seen. We who have come in and have witnessed the Christmas story, we that have listened to the telling of that tale, the birth of Christ, we who with our hearts have seen the coming of our Lord, know the star of our life, bow ourselves down before him. We worship him and him alone. It's not that we forsake knowledge. And it's not that we don't look for, for power and fame. But above all, we submit ourselves to God and subject ourselves to his will. What's this year, 2021, hold for us? I have not a clue. And I don't know that anyone does. But I know who does. And I submit myself to him and follow him. And I say unto him, Lord, do with me what you will in this coming year. Bless me as you would. Use me as you would. 
Lead me where you would have me go. And in all things, may your name be glorified. If that is your wish and your will, nothing can hinder you in this coming year. If that is truly your desire, 2021 will be a truly blessed year. For the Lord will fulfill your wants and your needs. The Lord will bless your way as you follow his star. And next Christmas, as you look back over the years, you'll marvel at all the wonders he showed you. And you'll treasure them up in your heart to ponder upon throughout your life. In Jesus' name, amen. Now may the peace that passes all understanding keep our hearts and our minds in Christ Jesus unto life everlasting.